welcome to our podcast. Hi, we are the Moms of Furries. I'm Carrie. I'm Joelle. And uh, what we basically do is explore the furry fandom. Our kids are furries. They have brought us into it and we've been having a blast and we would like to dispel any misconceptions about the fandom that are out there. This is our first podcast and we are wanting to just start with the basics. For instance, what is a furry? You know, I've seen even on YouTubers chats and things, people coming in that are kind of familiar. I mean, obviously they found furries on YouTube still asking that base question. What mm-hmm. is a furry? Well, I think at the base of it, the, the most important thing is that you're a fan of the anthropomorphic animals. And remember that anthropomorphic, if you aren't familiar with the term, it just simply means having human characteristics. So any animal, Bugs that Bunny, they emote, you know, things like that. Yeah. I liked Bugs Bunny. Too. Bugs Bunny's pretty cool. He yeah. was kind of a smart ass, but yeah. Sorry I guess for that the language. The misconception, like the main thing that everybody hears is the fetish. The fetish um, or that it's sexual. It's, it's some dirty. kind of deviant. It's not safe behavior. for children. Of course there's an aspect of that within the fandom, but there's that within every fandom. That's within every thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you can turn anything into a fetish. You could turn cake into a fetish. There are people that, you know, they or they call that splashing or something. So anything can be a fetish. So yes. certainly there is an aspect of the fandom of, and you can fetishize it. Well, especially art because every kind of art has turned into some kind of porn. It can at be some, erotic. Yeah. But we have found the majority to be family friendly. So much so that our nine-year-olds have gone to a con with us. Yes, and I think somebody was baiting me earlier this week because, well, baiting us. They said, they responded, you know, just make sure you're in from the con when it gets dark. And <laughs> I just, we don't need to respond to that because that's just foolish. I mean, we were, ha- had our kids out until past 3 a.m. And we walked around safe. San Jose after dark. I mean, we don't know what that was. It was a weird comment. But yeah, we've not felt unsafe at any part of the con. Not no. one time. And we haven't had any pro- inappropriate communication. Everything has been great. So, of course, you need to be aware of your surroundings and you need to be mindful. When you go to the store, when you walk out of the store at night, you have to be mindful of your surroundings. Certainly. And uh, we did at one of the cons, BLFC 2018, there was a very well-meaning, extremely drunk girl who was talking with my son. was out of it completely smashed um but of course we went right over and we inserted ourselves into the conversation and we made sure everything was okay and that person's friends came and which we are really glad because we were concerned about her safety that situation could have happened anywhere Mm -hmm. at any time at a baseball game at a play just out to dinner there are people that overindulge in alcohol or people that will say inappropriate things anywhere anywhere didn't have anything to do with furry she wasn't dressed as a furry there wasn't anything furry related about it it was just alcohol induced and, yeah. you know, and we took care of the situation as we would in any other any other venue. Right. So you have a responsibility as a parent or as a person to be mindful of safety at all times, wherever you are. Right. Saying that, I, I, I don't really know. I don't know if people imagine like they're walking into big orgies or what, but I that's not been... <laughs> That's not been our experience. We weren't invited to any of them. Nobody wants that. (laughs) (laughs) But we didn't see anything in 
inappropriate. And, you know, when you think about, like, MER suits, if you're familiar, or things of that nature, there are certainly things that we we may not be interested in. Right. We don't go to room parties, but, you know, if you're doing that, you're looking for something else. Right. It's not obvious. It's not hanging out in the lobby of the hotel, you know. Right. Just know that once you start participating, which we hope you do with your kids, everything's labeled. Just look for the 18 plus, look for the adult only. We have two videos that you could look at to just have some terms that you know when you're going through the schedules, what to avoid. Yes, and actually I will say BLFC, it was held I mean, that's our home con. Mm-hmm. It was held in a casino, mm-hmm. and we had all of our kids in there, and it was it was very comfortable. There wasn't any red flags, and I didn't even see anything questionable that I had to say, like, don't look at that because it's 18 plus. Nothing. Nothing. No. It was a, a perfectly safe place to bring your children and, and not feel weird about it. Right. Speaking about just misconceptions, and this is completely down a different path. It is something that comes up time and time again, and I'd like to address it. So say that you've learned your kids are furry, you're in, you're fine with it, you, you're down to go to a con, and then your kid is concerned because they don't have a fursuit. That is not a necessity. And I would venture to say 80%, if not more, of furries or people who attend cons don't Don't have have fursuits. You go to look at the ones that do and to meet people and to see the art. But you don't have to be dressed to do it. Don't let that stop you. You dress however you like. Right. I mean, we go in, sometimes mom's a furry's clothes. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's basically jeans, t-shirt, or stretchy pants. The mom uniform. Yeah, the mom, (laughs) definitely the mom uniform. But... You do kind of get caught up in it. And while I don't personally see myself wearing a full fursuit, I love seeing the suitors. And I loved pinning on some ears. And I think I might get a tail. And that's fine for me. And nobody's going to say anything to me about that you're not in a full suit or anything. I don't have any concern that somebody oh, no, will judge no. me. Most people don't have like the full suits or even partials. Right. And there's a number of reasons. I mean, they are very costly. You have to develop your fursona, first of all, which is not something that you do overnight that has to, you know, evolve, really. Right, right. So definitely, you know, know that that's not a requirement to attend cons. It may be an evolution (laughs) for your kids or for yourself. I feel like we need tails. Tails. We should have our kids make us some tails. Because they've made great tails. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's go back and talk a little bit about our experience, how we got to where we are with Moms of Furries. Okay. We have teens that attend school together, and they uh, developed um, an appreciation of the furry fandom and came to us individually um, to their parents and said, this is... This is who I am. This is what I want to do. And I, we had different experiences. I, of course, my immediate thought, because all I had been exposed to and my own ignorance was the fetish. And my son immediately pulled out his phone and he pulled up some dance competitions on YouTube. And I watched like 10 minutes and I said, I'm in. This is great. I saw kids in the audience watching the dancers. That was it for me. I was not so easy to convince. Actually, my husband and I both, we reacted negatively. We thought she was being very naive. But as most teenagers, she knows more than I thought she knew. Because she's explained some things to us. <laughs> she was very polite. She is very, very, she's very conservative. And, and honestly, we thought she was just totally naive. We outright talked to her in, about things that we normally would not talk about. We, we talked about what fetishes are and that she came back with statistics, facts, and figures, really just overwhelmed me with and information. Kids, let me tell you, she did it right. And so did my kid, mm-hmm. because we were 
initially negative. We were mistaken. Yes. And I think probably similar in both of our cases, my kid was like, if it was fetish, why would I want to do it? Which is a valid point, and I kind of had a chuckle, and I said, all right, show me what it is. So when that happened, I said, Joelle, there's a fur con. We need to take the kids. I was like, yeah, let's do it. If you're willing to do it, I'm willing. We'll just see what it is. Driving up to the hotel and seeing people in suit walking, like, that was the switch. Like, it was so exciting, and we, we got checked in, and we were, we became excited watching people and at that time, we yes. knew no one. We and didn't know anything about We anything. knew nothing. Every time somebody would walk through and other people would react, we'd like nudge my daughter, hey, who's that? Who's that? Eventually, she was like, look, I don't know everybody. Well, and the funny thing is the kids became catatonic. They were just overwhelmed with all of the input, um, which I respect. They're not great in social situations, which those of you new to this fandom, that's not unusual. Sometimes people don the suit to be able to be more outgoing than their normal person. Yeah, and I think that there are definitely levels to it. So the first level, we walked into the hotel, and we were pretty gee whizzed. And then um, the next morning... Was it the next morning? When we did what? When we came out and your daughter asked somebody for a photo. I can't remember. It was the old owner of Malibu Sky. Yes. Her daughter we love asked them, for, by the way. stepped out of her comfort zone and asked for a photo, which was amazing. She asked, which was huge, and we were really proud. But the reaction was so kind. Just like, yeah. And, and they welcomed both kids into some pictures. And the smiles were amazing from our kids. Like, we were teary. It was... Yeah. And their fear fell away. Immediately. But you, how could it not? These furries were kind and welcoming. It made our kids feel like part of the fandom, not outsiders. It was amazing. And... Um, <clears throat> And I'm going to cry now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and then we got that first hug. Oh. I don't know. I think I think I was a furry right at that moment. You cannot explain the sensation of a fur hug. Every person needs to have a fur hug at least once, if you're into hugs. Yes. Actually, I'm not a hugger. I, you know, I'm not either, really. But fur hugs, that's different. I don't know totally what different. it is. The feel, I say this and I know it always sounds so interesting. Huh? The feel of the fur. It is like the smell. Okay, anybody who had a stuffed animal as a child, it is like a living version of your favorite stuffed animal, and they hug back. I and don't it's know. Warm and it's wonderful, and sometimes they squeak. <laughs> it's so much fun. You yes. walk in, and everybody is happy and excited, and I'm sure that there are people there not having the greatest days. I know people have things. But the overall energy is just really, I don't know, magical. I, I, that's the only word I can come up with that fits it. Uh, yes, definitely. So during the course of our trip, we noticed that there were a lot of kids there. And we didn't see a whole lot of kids there with their families. Like teens were kind of doing the, their own thing. We saw a few. Right. Joelle had this epiphany. We have to share how awesome this is. We need to do a video today. I just want to interject because you know to lead up to that was the hot tub talk. Okay, so we restrain, did hang out. restrain <laughs> raptor, hi. And a hot tub raptor. With a raptor and a couple other furries. And I'm sure we did like crash, but to their credit, they were super great to us. They talked to us about it. Like they, they educated us. They told us a bunch of stuff. They were welcoming. They were sweet and adorable. And it was just a more confirmation that, you know, this is just another fandom that has these 
wonderful. It just has wonderful people. It does. And in fact, poor restrained raptor. I'm oh, I know what you're going to tell. I'm going to make fun of you. <laughs> so afterwards, and we were all dressed, and we were going to meet up with the kids to go to uh, the dance competition. The I dance think it was. competition. I think you're right. We didn't know where we were going. We were lost. <laughs> and Joel saw him, restrained raptor, all dressed in like clothes and doing his own thing, and went up to him. And he's like, You just tell us. Do you know where? <laughs> and he was like, um, I'll get out the con book and look at the map. You know, I don't know. Apparently, I think all furries know where everything is. Everything. So he got the con book out and like I could have done and looked and helped direct us. And he was so sweet. He was kind and helpful. He was. He was awesome. He was really great. We have only had good experiences. Yeah. And I think that that's part of it. You know, here we crashed their party in the hot tub. And instead of eye rolls and like rude vibes, they just were yeah, like, they hey didn't guys. get up and go and say like, oh, it smells like old people in here. No, I think they, I think they opened up the conversation by like, what do you guys think? Or are you here? Because most times cons are held in multifunctional spaces. So that was a convention center. Right. Like, yeah, they wanted to know if we were here for the con. And so if you don't want us to be a part of the fandom, you're going to have to talk to Restrained Raptor because... It's his fault. Sorry. kind of is. I wish I knew the names of the other two that were there because they were both super sweet also. Yeah, they were. I mean, we uh, we sound like a broken record. Everybody was great. <laughs> so that's a good point to bring up. Joelle felt like people don't know what they're missing here, and we need to be the ones to get the word out. Neither of us had ever done a YouTube video or had ever... Really, up until then, I'd only watched a few how-to videos. I just really wasn't on well, social yeah, media. Yeah, I loved watching them. I mean, we're old. We Facebook like yeah. nobody's business. We Facebook pictures of our children. <laughs> but that was it. That That's it. Yeah, so in the six months, it's only been six months, that we've been doing this. Wow. You know, I know that it may seem pedestrian, the things that we're doing electronically, but we have grown. Yes. I mean, podcast, come on. Right. Anyway, yes, we decided to do the video and it was incredibly popular for us, I think. We expected maybe like five people we know to go check it out. And um, we were driving home from San Jose and it was like winning contest or something, something Yes. Fantastic. And we haven't stopped refreshing YouTube every three minutes since that day. For the last six months. Yeah. And I know that you other YouTubers out there know exactly what that's like. You know what we mean. We got two. (laughs) We lost one. (laughs) (laughs) And and at first it's really bad because you're like, oh, what do we do? They don't like us. And then our kids, I think, are the ones that came to us and they're like, guys, it's okay. It It, is okay. okay. Yeah. So here we are. As of today, we are 1,400 subscribers to YouTube and 2,034 followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we reach, we find some podcast listeners. Yes. And I think that what we have over the last six months, we have really determined that our mission is, is just to continue to share how positive and great the fandom is and to help people with those misconceptions understand that it's not something to be afraid of. We've had some people contact us and let us know that they used our videos to tell their parents. And we then, feel really honored just to be a part of it. We do. And then we have a mom that checked out our videos for information and confirmation that this thing is okay. So I think that we've, we've affected some people. Hopefully there will be more. Yes. So we hope to attend many more cons because as we were talking earlier, 
we can't really journal or give advice or information about these cons and these events if we're not participating. Right. We can't share experiences we haven't had. Right. We hope to uh, schedule more speaking engagements. Just really get the word out there that even if you aren't into it, even if you think it's weird because... To some people, it's always going to be weird, but it doesn't have to be negative. And we really, really want to get that. Weird can be great. Absolutely. And that's what we want to get out there. We would love to hear from you. Um, Leave us comments. Tell us what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right. Tell us what you want to hear, what you want us to do. Give us suggestions. Ask us questions. You can contact us through our website. It's mofurries.com. M-O-F-U-R-R-I-E-S. Go there. There's a section that you can subscribe to newsletter or you can just scroll down to our contact us section leave us a comment if you want to check us out on youtube please do like comment subscribe spread the word ding the bell so you get notified when we throw a video on we try to do it at least once a week and then if you want to check out twitter if you're on twitter we're at moms of furries just reach out to us say hi yeah We want to hear from you, and we definitely want suggestions and comments. Yeah. If there's anything that you would want to know from us, we are pretty open about talking and debate. If you don't agree with us, let us know. As long as it is a respectful debating, we're down. Yeah, definitely. We want to hear different perspectives, not just people to always agree with us. We like people to challenge us in a nice way. Yeah. So. So thank you for stopping by. We appreciate your time. Have a good day.